I don't know if this is happening everywhere else in the country, but uh, but there's something I'm noticing happening a lot in New York. Um, and it's, it's a new, I, I guess it's like the new fall fashion um, where uh, it's like some kind of super flashy boot. The boot has like a couple inch heel on it. It's, it, it's like a mid-calf sock height boot. Uh, mid-calf height, I guess, is the proper way to say that. Uh, no need to mention the sock. But it's like mid-calf height. Um, there's always some kind of like super flary design on it. And, and the trend I'm noticing is to wear these boots with jeans that I know came like that but look like... Look like you got them at a thrift store and the last person to wear them got into some horrific accident where they lost both of their feet and ankles in some kind of horrific machine accident Um, because they're just torn the fuck up at the bottom. Um, And I know that fashion is not here to serve men and it's not here for the male gaze and that's not why you're doing it. But for what it's worth... I dig it. Big fan. Big fan of this uh of this super torn up uh um bottom of pants and, and flashy boot. I am here for that trend. Love it. Um Welcome back to another episode of The Court of Some Guy's Opinion. I am the most reasonable guy you know, Matt Richards. Um Yeah, I'm kind of re- kind of rebranding this thing cuz um I feel like after after all this time off that I took kind of um, unintentionally to kind of end it kind of, it kind of worked out like that. Uh, I, um, yeah, I, I pretty much every time that I was going to do it, I just couldn't do it. Um, and I decided that we're not going to do like a regular episode and a head note. We're going to do two episodes with head note segments in them. Um, so that's how it's going to go. We're going to kick off every episode with a head note and then just ramble about shit or ramble about shit. Then go to the head note. It, it, it really doesn't matter. This, cause this is, this is a very directionless podcast. And as long as, as long as we can acknowledge our own shortcomings, we pretty much have served the premise of the podcast of being reasonable. Um, but anyway, the, uh, excuse me, the court of some guy's opinion, of course, is brought to you in part by lucky brand. Uh, lucky brand is actually the exclusive maker of clothing that I'm currently wearing. Um, got on a pair of, of a 410 athletic slim jeans, size 34, 32 in a, in a dark gray color. I, uh, I've got my, I've got my lucky brand, uh, uh, I don't know if this is, I don't know if Good Fortune is the name of the style, but it's it's a Lucky Brand plaid plaidish plaidish plaid button down shirt. Uh, it's what I it's what I wore to work today, and I am now here recording this. Um, yeah, Lucky Brand is the only um, clothing brand that I trust to adequately dress me for the demands of corporate America. Um, lovely lovely love them uh go to lucky go to luckybrand.com enter the promo code guy 
and you too can be dressed in in uh this awesome clothing uh lucky not not lucky brand uh the course guys opinion is also brought to you in part by vans vans are the exclusive maker of shoes that i'm currently wearing um i have on one of the uh one of the mass produced super cheap pairs of vans because um i have some of those that's actually how i form this whole premise of bullshit go back to past episodes if you want to hear me bitch about vans and how they fucking mass produce shitty shoes now while also producing on the side their original good shoes <sighs> i'm annoyed i'm so annoyed I'm, I'm i'm still mad at um at that <sighs> all right um this podcast is also brought to you oh sorry, sorry. go to vans.com use promo code guy um to uh to get to, to get some uh some dollars off your next pair of vans and learn not learn and skate well i don't know i have not ridden a skateboard in so long i I, i'm actually upset about it um i used to skateboard all the time and i i just i like life happened to me and now i'm just one of those fucking used to do it people and it makes me sad anyway uh Quarter Sunglass Opinion is also brought to you in part by Jack Daniels. Jack Daniels obviously is the only whiskey, or actually the only alcoholic beverage that I trust to adequately buzz me up to to do um, or to decide that I want to talk to myself for an hour or so in my bedroom while no one listens. Um, go to any liquor store and tell them some guy sent you. And you will get a free bottle of Jack Daniels. Now, for legal reasons, I have to tell you guys that I'm not actually sponsored by any of the companies I just talked about. Um, But I will say, if you're listening to this, definitely go to any of the websites that I just talked about. And try the promo code guy. Actually, anytime you're going to order anything and you notice a spot for a promo code, just throw in the promo code guy and see what comes up. Just see what you get. You might get nothing. You might get a little bit off. You might get something for free. I don't know. Um, I'm just spitballing here. I'm throwing out ideas. Throwing ideas out. I, um... I came to the to the realization today that if I sorry I'm pausing so much I'm just trying not to say um and ah so if it seems like I'm pausing unnecessarily it's because I'm making a concerted effort to is that the right way to say that concerted I feel like concerted effort means like more people were in like a bunch of people were involved because isn't that isn't that what a concert is a concert is a concerted effort to play a bunch of music, something like that. I don't know. Uh, what was I saying? Well, I was talking about. Fuck. What was I talking about? Shit. Oh, got it. All right. All right. All right. All right. We're good. We're good. Um, 
I was thinking today, I was looking, I was looking, I was looking at all of the comedy festivals, stand-up comedy festivals that I submitted my tape to that will be happening early next. Oh, by the way, I'm going to be at Broadway Comedy Club Saturday at 745. Please come to that show because I want to get on that show because I'm still a bringer. Uh Um, Because I'm what you would call a nobody. Um, And yeah, anyway. um, Fuck, I said I'm again. Okay, so what I'm trying to say is I submitted all these festivals and I was looking at the schedule of let's just say best case scenario I get into I actually hold on let me, let me pause and get my fucking uh, 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 planner out hold on I have returned all right um, shit so I, don't, I did it again all right so if I get into let's just let's just be optimistic here and, and say that every that I get into I get into every festival that I submitted to then that would mean from the week for the work week beginning on February 24th I would miss oh wait so from so between let's see all right so if I get into every festival that I applied to that would mean that between February 24th and May 25th I would miss one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one. So that would mean in th- I would miss twenty-one work days which means i would be missing a month and a day of work um which means if i have a good start to 2020 i'm definitely getting fired um because i've been working at this company less than a year and i I don't want to get fired because um, I don't make enough money telling jokes yet to only be telling jokes. So, and, and I can't really go to my next job and they'll be like, so why'd you leave your last job? And I'll be like, um, we had a scheduling conflict. Uh, sorry. Or has, a, has enough, has it not, what, what, what am I saying? Has little enough time passed? That I can just pretend that I didn't have a job all this time? Say that I wanted to like travel and find myself after college or something? That's an option, right? I can just not disclose that I used to work somewhere else? I don't know. Why am I talking like why am I talking like I'm already fired? Because I have an ego. Alright. Um Let's go let's go let's get going on let's get, let's get going on this head note, shall we? Uh, okay. So we're gonna start Monday and go to today. With the New York Times briefings. Oh, look at this. I see a bunch of videos. I was watching. I was watching stuff before. Um, not porn, you f- fucking gross people. Um, 
All right, let's go to. Oh, did you, did you guys hear that Rodney Reed's like not gonna die? That was cool. Saw that. Uh, now I barely read the email I got about it, so if I'm wrong, I'm very sorry to anyone who's involved. But the email that I saw, it the the subject line and like the little blurb in the beginning seemed very very positive. So I'm gonna say that he's saved. I should I should look that up. I should really make sure that. Uh, did Rodney Reed? Fuck, can't spell. Did Rodney Reed get out of jail? The first one, the first result was die. That seems that seems a little too. It's like get out of jail. Um. Court stops. Yes. 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 Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Good on you, Texas. Texas saved a black dude from death row. That is something you did not expect if you live in New York and look down on Texas. Ooh, a slight. Okay. Um, let's, let's, uh, why are there so many fucking tabs? I have so many tabs open. I have... This, all right, we're, we're, we're going we're to go through all my tabs right now and see what the fuck I'm doing. Okay, we have this thing. It's an, instru- is it an, an instructional guide for blowing up images. Oh, oh yeah, because I'm trying to sell pictures too. I'm trying to, trying to sell pictures of this lovely city I live in because I live here. I might as well make money by selling pictures up here, right? And evidently, anyone can do that on, on Shutterstock. Um, this tab is fucking an incomplete gig salad registration because I'm trying to get booked. Hey, if you have any stand-up needs and you need someone that can entertain the crowd for, let's say, 20 or 30 minutes, hit me up. I'm in. I'm there. I'll talk about anything. I'll talk about anything you want me to talk about. Not saying it'll be good, but I'll talk about anything. But I'll talk about anything. I'm really good at themes. Give me a theme to write for, and I'll talk about that for a while. Let's do that. All right. Then a bunch of a bunch of New Jersey comedy clubs actually are most of these tabs um, because because I learned that New York is full of paid open mics and bringer shows when you're at my level. So so if you can get yourself booked outside the city. With a less bringy vibe, that's a good that's a good look for yourself. <sighs> so many of those. Google Maps. What's it on? Oh, this is sad. I have a, I have a Google Maps tab open, just looking at my my old my old home of Boston, Massachusetts. What a great place! I fucking love New England. I love that. I, I I love that whole part of the country. You know what it is? Boston is like a small town vibe in a big city. Um, whereas here, like you really are just kind of like lost in a sea of humanity. It's weird. Um, next is a uh, backstage. It's a website with. I don't know. I thought I was going to be an actor, and I fucking made an account on Backstage. 
Um, that might have been a bad idea. Free mics, where I find all my my open mics. Uh, Squarespace, where my website is, uh, doormatrichards.com. Um, Amazon, I had to order some shit. Oh, that's when I ordered my fucking bike rack. Or my... My bag, my rear wheel rack for my bike. Um, and then Shutterstock. Okay, that's all the tabs. Sorry to bring you through that. That was dumb. Okay, but it, it did kill five minutes. And that's that's all, we're, that's all we're going for here. We are going for... That, that's really, if I'm being totally honest, that's what this podcast is for. It's really just, it's really just a vehicle for me to practice riffing for an hour or so. That's that's the point. It's all a vehicle to get better at telling jokes. That that's the point of this. So you know what? You could turn it off. I won't be offended. In fact, it's better if nobody hears this. I put it out because I feel like if I'm not putting it out, then I'm not gonna do it. So I, I do it so that you guys get it. Okay. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. We are going to search my mailbox for NY Times. Am I being biased by only using the New York Times briefings? Maybe I am. I probably am, actually. Let's let's be honest with that. I, I definitely am. But anyway, my Monday briefing. Good morning. Hi. We're covering explosive document leaks from Iran and China. Oh, shit. A reversal on proposed e-cigarette re- restrictions. What? And the latest NFL results. Yo, did you guys see fucking Miles Garrett <laughs> hitting the dude with his helmet? Holy shit. All I'm saying is thank God he whiffed. Thank God Miles Garrett whiffed. Could you imagine if he had I saw a video, and I don't know if it was real or not. I didn't do the legwork to check, but the video I saw, this dude took a took a football helmet. He hit a cinder block with it, and the cinder block broke in half. <laughs> football helmets are hard, dude. They they're fucking hard, and uh, and but if you watch the 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 clip of what happened he i guess like the bottom of the back of the helmet like grazed the dude's head mason rudolph's head and it didn't even phase him like 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 he felt it and then he immediately turned around and like talked to so he didn't connect at all um didn't connect at all uh which thank god because We'd have had a homicide. We'd have had a homicide on our hands. Or they would have had a homicide on their hands. But at the same time, you you can't have that in... Like, like you can't... Because, like, it, it, that that's a situation where, like, you have to think about the what-ifs. The what-if. And what if he had connected? Mason Rudolph's probably dead if, if he had connected. Um, oh, and, and, sh- and shout-out to Marquise Pouncey for... For beating the fuck out of Miles Garrett afterwards. Uh, that, that that's a good that's a good O lineman right there. That that's a good dude. Um but uh what was I saying? 
Yeah. Um. You you can't have someone who would get so mad they would do that on the field because football's football is a very emotional game. Like 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 everyone's fucking amped up because you have to be if you're gonna be beating the fuck out of each other. So, um. Which is what football is. Football is just like a major car accident once a week. <laughs> in terms of what it does to your body. Um, worse, for some of the, worse, for, worse for some than others. Um, can you guys hear those sirens? Let me know. Because I hear them and they're annoying. Maybe I should close my window. Well, you know what? Maybe you should experience living with a radiator. Because I can't turn the shit off and it gets hot in here. <sighs> anyway. Uh... Yeah, like you can't just have someone who could get so mad they would swing someone's helmet at them. Um, can't have that. Okay. All right. Now, moving on to the actual things. All right. Secret cables show Iran's role in Iraq. Okay. The graphic is something in. I'm gonna say Arabic. It's probably not Arabic, but I'm calling it Arabic because that's what the letters look like to me. Because I grew up in the United States. Uh, and it, and the English translation underneath says, all of the Iraqi army's intelligence, c- consider it yours. Tell me whatever you need, and I will provide it for you. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. A leak of hundreds of secret Iranian intelligence reports reveals the country's shadow war for influence in Iraq and the battle within its own spy divisions. Don't you love when spies fight? Spies are terrifying, dude. Spies are fucking terrifying. It's like they it's like you're working for a country in another country and like you're tr- and like that country that's like hired you as a spy when you applied on LinkedIn to be a spy um they're trusting that you're not already a spy for someone else and then and then like and then they're also trusting that one that like you're that like you as a spy are loyal to to them and that once you get there you won't be like hey man I'll be a spy for you um it's it's fucked up bro <laughs> life of a spy is fucked up uh working with the intercept the times reviewed hundreds of reports and cables sent by the ministry of intelligence and security iran's version of the cia no 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 you don't get your own CIA. Well, I'll tell you, that's a fucking travesty. Uh, <laughs> you don't get your own CIA. Fuck out of here. World's policemen. <laughs> We're the only ones. That... I can't even finish that sentence. God damn it. Uh, I apologize immediately for that person in 2045 listening to this trying to take me down. Fuck you. Is this fun for anybody else? Is anybody is, is anybody even hearing this? Because <laughs> I'm enjoying this thoroughly. This is a lot of fun for me. Mm. All right. Okay. Sorry. Uh, working with the intercepting hundreds of reports and cables and cables sent by the Ministry of Intelligence and Security um, from 2014 to 2015 that detail work by Iranian spies to co-opt Iraq's leaders. Pay Iraqi agents working for the U.S. to switch sides and infiltrate every aspect. Oh, it's all. Of course, of course, it's money. Of course, it's money. It's a numbers game. Of co- and here I was thinking spies were like 
had like some fucking moral compass. Of, co- of course, it's, of, co- of course, it's all money. God damn it, <sighs> Matt! You fucking, you fucking try to take a unique angle and just look like an idiot. <sighs> anyway, so yeah, um, it would make sense that. In a Middle East that we went in and destabilized, that other countries that are more stable in the Middle East would want influence in the Middle East. It, it makes sense. Kind of how, like, if Canada went belly up tomorrow, we'd have influence there. Oh, no, no, wait, no, hold on. Does Britain still own Canada? I don't know. Did I talk about how the EU is just, like, a pussy version of us? Because... Britain's allowed to just, like, decide to leave. And, like, back in the day, the South just tried to leave. Sexit. Oh, I can't. Why does it got to be the South? Why couldn't it have been the North? It could have been next it, but now it's sexit, and that feels like... That feels taboo because I grew up in fucking Puritan Northeast America. Northeast United States. I have that, like, Catholic guilt, even though I... Res- even though I, I I don't I don't know. Um, anyway. Um, okay, moving on. <laughs> Another angle: the Iranian government, which has faced protests in Iraq and Lebanon over its outside influence, ha- is now being challenged domestically after gasoline price increases. Yeah, fuck you, Iran. You want to put those gas prices up? We're gonna, we're gonna, something. It has blocked nearly all internet access. Also, they can't read that shit. That means people in Iran can't listen to the court of some guy's opinion. Oh, no. It's a travesty. It's a travesty. And on that reason alone, I'm going to fight. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not going to fight. Why do you ask? Because I'm a pussy. All right. Um, how much time have I been talking for? 26 minutes? Holy shit! I haven't haven't said anything of substance in 26 minutes. All right. China defends its Xinjiang detentions. Why do I think X and J are pronounced the same in China? China defends its X-I-N-J-I-A-N-G detentions. Beijing today criticized a New York Times investigation. Oh, they said they're full of shit. Investigation that exposed how China forced as many as a million ethnic, I can't pronounce that, U-I-G-H-U-R-S, Kazakhs and others into internment camps and prisons over the past three years. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, if you're trying to be an authoritarian communist state owns everything and crushes all opposition regime, you got to throw people in camps. I mean, I mean, like, how else are you going to have total iron fist power over your populace? You know, I mean, like, I mean, I, I mean, come on, like, like, are we kids here? Like, 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 like if you want to control an entire people and commit a genocide, then like, you gotta, you gotta have some consolidation of people. You know, I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah. Half black comedian defends China. All right. 
More than 400 pages of internal papers obtained by the Times reveal how top-level policy led to the creation of the camps in Western China, where inmates and us undergo years of indoctrination and interrogate. Years? Really? Okay. Now, I, 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 I have to ask. Years of indoctrination and interrogation. Let's, let's focus on the years of indoctrination real quick. Um, I can see a year. But if you're going to get plural on me and go years, can't you tell after, like, the first year if the indoctrination is not going to work? Like, can't you like, – like, I feel like I feel like you could tell in, like, a month that, like, it's not taking. And as soon as you let this person out, they're going to be the same they were, the way they – I feel like – I feel like you know before the end of the first year, so it doesn't have to be years of indoctrination. Unless that's why they added the and in interrogation, because like like if they figure that's not gonna work, then they'll just like interrogate you for a while, I guess. Um, the documents leaked by a Chinese official concerned about the policies behind the crackdown show the direct involvement of senior officials in conceiving and ordering it, including President Xi Xi Jinping. I hope I pronounced that right. Um, okay. Yeah, all right. So, are 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 you suggesting that something shady is happening in China and the higher ups have something to do with it? That that's that's all I'm getting out of this uh, response. A foreign ministry spokesman said that the quote preventative measures in Jing, Xinjiang had helped to prevent terrorist attacks, but he did not dispute the authentic, the authenticity of the documents. <laughs> Oh my god, dude, there's something about there's something about iron fist rulers that's just fucking hilarious. <laughs> you abuse your people. Yeah, I did. What of it? Uh Could you not? No, I'll keep doing it. Fuck you. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's be clear. This, I'm, I'm saying all of this human suffering aside. Human suffering and the horrible things, all that aside, just on the surface, it's funny. I think. I don't know. I'm not... I didn't think of it. I'm, all right. Anyway. Anyway, if I can move on. Numbed to political news. Oh, numbed to political news. That, that's a view. I was like, well, that doesn't make any sense. But numbed to political news. Does this mean that like no one cares about Trump anymore because it's. I mean, if the, I mean, if if you tell me the sky's falling every day for three years, I'm not gonna be afraid at the at, at, for of the fourth year because I'm pretty sure the sky's not gonna fall. <sighs> Dude, I am. I figured something out. And I need to look this up to be sure. Hold on. All right, hold on. Let, let, me, let me look at this. How much of New York City tax goes to the MTA? Dum, da, dum, da, dum, da, dum, da, dum, da, dum. Dum, da, 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 dum, da,
Ooh. MBTA budget. Where does the money come or MTA budget? Where does the money come from? Let's look at this shit. Let's look at this shit. Alright, hold on. We're gonna redo this and, and either come back happy or pissed off. Hold on. Oh Jesus, I didn't even click on that. Stop it. Alright. Pause. Okay, I didn't read the whole thing. It's really been it's, it's literally been like 30 seconds since I hit pause. But I'm fucking furious. Because um because 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 I don't take the subway. I don't take the bus. And yet and yet and yet it's funded by more shit than just the fares. They make six point two billion dollars in fares, and evidently that ain't enough. That ain't enough money, bro. That ain't enough money. Uh, and it's fuck. They make money off of fucking taxes. Taxes. Remember how I was pissed off about. Tax is I was annoyed about my taxes because I have <laughs> I've set my life up in a way where I don't <laughs> I'm so fucking angry. <sighs> I'm trying not to yell because I because I have people on either side of me in their bedrooms. And I'm in my bedroom right now, and I'm trying to be a good roommate and not yell about the fucking MTA because these cunts, it doesn't, it, from what I hear, it doesn't even run well, and it looks like I'm paying for a fucking train that doesn't even run well that I don't fucking use. I've used the MTA once. I've used the MTA one time since I moved to New York. And before I moved to New York, I've used it, like, twice. So, my outrage is huge. That was like an impromptu bad Trump impression. Alright, moving on. Okay. Numbs to political news. With impeachment proceedings underway and an election less than a year away... Information is crucial. Isn't it always crucial? Okay, move on. Moving on. Yet many Americans say they feel disoriented by the rise of social media, the proliferation of online material, and a flood of news. Well, it's just the fact that like that, like every journalist's opinion is now news. That 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 I think is is a big part of it. Um, granted, I could be wrong. I don't know, but. It's what it seems like, the fact that I heard – I was listening to um, Dave Smith's Part of the Problem, and he and he brought up a great point that, um, that they don't want, like, the president – Trump, but, but, like, the president. They don't want, like, people that hold these public offices and, like, these people, these people, these people that are, like, otherwise very hard to reach. They The, the press doesn't want these people – Tweeting and and or like and like using like social media to reach the people because can you guys hear that? It's fucking awful. 
I do doesn't look like it. Okay. If you can, let me know, and I'll fix it next time. But all right. And, but he was but he was talking about how like like these people like like the, like the media doesn't want them like using using social media to reach people because because then because on for the longest time the the press has more or less been like a middleman between like the people that make the news and 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 like the regular populace make the news the people that the news is about and the populace being like the politicians the gazillionaires the heads of corporations like basically people whose day-to-day people whose day-to-day activities matter because let's because let's be honest like and and i'll be i'll be honest with me too i went to work today i came home i ate some food and i sat down to do this that's all i did today and literally no one cares like the 11 of you that are hearing this care. No one else cares. Like the things that we do don't matter. Don't affect. I mean, like in the broader sense of like everyone doing their part, yeah, it affects that, sure. But but like it, but like I can't I can't sign a piece of paper and suddenly the war the world is different. Like those people are what the news is about. And the fact that those people can just like talk to us without the the, the press. The press is now kind of like, well, how do we fit into this, man? It's like that. So of course, so, all right. Anyway, I got. Um, the quote is now more than ever. The lines between fact-based reporting and opinionated commentary seem blurred for people," said Evet Alex- Evette Alexander, research director at, at a, a journalism foundation. Research director at a journalism foundation. That is very vague. Um, that means they trust what they are seeing less. They are feeling less informed. Yeah, I have that compounded with like, I'm just reaching the age where I are, where like I would have naturally felt less informed. So I'm just fucked. Um, which you would wonder why I feel like I should be able to do a podcast then. You know why? Because anyone can do it. It's very, very easy. All right, moving on. Uh, details. According to one recent poll, 47% of Americans believe it's difficult to know whether the information they encounter is true. About 60% say they regularly see conflicting reports about the same set of facts from different sources. Yeah, because everyone has their fucking bias now, and opinion is now news. It's bullshit. It's dumb. <sighs> All right. Um, let's... Uh, Moving on to the next one. We are moving on. And we are getting to moderate sense of political opening. Oh, shit. With new entrants into the Democratic. Wait, there's new ones? Okay. With new entrants into the Democratic race and centrist victories in recent governor's contests, moderates in the party have found encouragement to fight for control in the 2020 campaign. Here's more. Skeptical that the existing crop of candidates could unite the Democratic Party, two moderates, Michael Bloomberg. Wait, skeptical that the existing. Okay, two moderates, Michael Bloomberg. Oh, okay, I knew this. Uh, moderate to conservative Democrats prevailed in governor's races in Kentucky and Louisiana. States the President Trump worked strenuously to win for his party. 
Former President Barack Obama said voters who may support Democrats weren't driven to, quote, tear down the system. Well, yeah. Uh, poll. Pete Buttigieg jumped out to a robust lead among likely Democratic caucus goers in Iowa. Elizabeth Warren, Joe Biden, and Bernie Sanders were effectively tied for second. In other words, go fuck yourself, everybody else. All right. Sorry. Um, hey. Uh, never mind. I don't care. I was, I was going to talk about TikTok because TikTok is the shit. I love TikTok. TikTok is so much fun. I have way too much fun on TikTok for how old I am. Well, I am 24. Uh, and I thoroughly enjoy TikTok. And I, I don't I don't even care that it's a fucking Chinese data farm. I don't care because they have all that anyway. I get robocalls 17 fucking times a day. I don't care that it uh, it's so annoying. I'll tell you what though. Robocallers are very courteous cuz they don't call me at night. And I, I never wake up to a robocall. So 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 they're at least polite enough to not call me at night. And I, and I, and I appreciate that. Th th thank you, fucking number spoofers. It means a lot to me. All right, let's move on. Let's move on to... Um, fuck, that was only Monday? Shit. All right, Tuesday briefing. Good morning. Hi. We're covering impeachment testimony in Washington. Oh, God. A reversal of U.S. policy on Israeli settlements. Oh, shit. And a reappraisal a reappraisal of the artist Paul Gauguin. All right. Week two of public impeachment hearings. Four witnesses are to appear before the House Intelligence Committee today as it ramps up its investigation of President Trump's efforts to extract political help from Ukraine while holding up $391 million in security aid. Among those testifying today are Lieutenant Colonel Alexander Vindman, the top Ukraine expert at National Security Council, and Kurt Volker, the, formal spe the former special envoy to Ukraine. The proceedings start at 9 a.m. Eastern, and our reporters will provide real-time context and analysis. Here's what to expect from the hearings. Background. Witnesses have described the pressure campaign as a, quote, threat, and, quote, drug deal, and, quote, troubling. Catch up. We have a timeline of the crucial figures and dates. I'm not going to read that. And look at how the impeachment process works. Well, how, 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 how it works. It, so here's the thing. It, it seems like it seems like impeachment and removed from office are not the same thing. So, like, didn't Clinton get impeached and then not leave? So, like, like how do you get removed? Like, and and also, like. How do you get removed without a coup? Like, because you would need the military to take charge. Well, I mean, you wouldn't need, but let, let, let's let's say let's say he won't leave. Does Secret Service then have to like go against him? But he still gets the detail because because he's, he's a former president. That seems very squirrely. Um, and honestly, I kind of say, I kind of hope that he gets impeached 
and then removed but doesn't leave. Because here's the thing. I don't think... I don't know. Based on, like, the whole Mueller thing and all that, it feels like he's not guilty of this based on the track record of people investigating him. I, I feel like it's starting to feel kind of witch hunty, which might be what they want. Maybe I'm part of the problem now. But but I, I, I want them to impeach him. I want them to decide to remove him, and I want him to not leave because... I want to know what would happen. I'm genuinely curious. So, yes. Uh, okay. That's all I have to say about that because this links off to a bunch of stuff that I don't know how to get into. So we're going to move on. We are 40, almost 45 minutes, almost 45 minutes in. All right. Got to get going. U.S. side with Israel on settlements. Of course we did. Of course we did. We're a fucking... We're a... God damn it. Fucking... Fucking Israel owns us. Ow. Like, we like to pretend that we own ourselves. Nah, bro. Israel owns us. And I say that because anytime you suggest that Palestine... Isn't it really weird how, like, we're super against Islamophobia? And this is... Alright. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Okay, I want everyone listening to know, I am aware that I just talked myself into a corner. Let's try to get out of it. Okay, so I don't even know what religion Palestinians are. I'm assuming they're Muslim. I'm assuming. All right, I'm gonna, and now I'm going to search it. Okay, okay. What religion are Palestinians? <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're Muslim. The Palestinian people, also referred to as Palestinians or Palestinian Ara- Arabs, are. Oh, God damn it! I got to go to the, after go after actually go to the article. Okay. Okay. Are an ethno-national group. Uh, yeah. What? Comprising a modern descendants of blah 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 blah. This definition include they are culturally and linguistically Arab largely. Um, can I get a can I get something pre-Arab slash Islamic influences on the Palestinian national identity uh, primarily Arab and Islamic. Okay. Alright. So I'm right there. Um so, we in America are all against our, our, our th- there's this big push to to combat Islamophobia because most Muslim people that live in the United States are Muslim the same way that U.S. Catholics are Catholic. Like I'm a Catholic, technically. Um, 
so so weird for me to say that. It's like uh, I don't know. Uh, okay. Um. So, but but so we're all for like accepting Muslim people, and then if you try to suggest that Israel might be too aggressive, you're suddenly suggesting that that we want another Holocaust, which nobody's saying. I mean, some people are saying that, but like most <sighs> fucking white nationalists ruin everything. You can't even have. You can't even have a, a reasonable discussion about what the Jewish state might be overstepping without being called anti-Semitic because of that fucking douchebag in Germany. Or that, or that douchebag that was once in charge of Germany who died in that bunker. Um, yeah. Could you imagine if he hadn't thought through killing himself and if, and if the Russians had actually taken him alive? Because Russia was on a tear through Berlin, bro. If you read about, like, what it was like to be a German citizen in Berlin when Russia was taking Berlin, and, like, it was bleak. If you were an adult male, you were probably going to die. Um, if you were an adult woman, you were probably going to get raped, and then you were probably going to die. And then if you were a kid... You were probably going to watch your parents get raped and die. And then you were probably going to die too. It was a whole thing. It was terrible. Uh, holy shit. How did I get here? How the fuck did I get to... I, start, I, I started on... I, start, I started on U.S. side with Israel on settlements as the headline. And I, and I ended up... I, I, I ended up at... At Berlin citizens getting raped and murdered. Okay. Um. Okay, that you know what? That's where we. That's where we end up sometimes. <laughs> sometimes we end up there. Oh dear God. Okay. Um. I'm just gonna move on. Um. Europe faces its ISIS militants. Well, shit. President Trump's decision last month to withdraw U.S. forces from northern Syria cleared the way for Turkey to take control of detained Islamic State members. Um, after having sought alternative ways to prosecute them in an international tribunal on Iraqi soil anywhere but on the continent, Western European countries are now grappling with the return of radicalized citizens. Oh, boy. The issue is further complicated because nearly two-thirds of the roughly 700 West European detainees are children, and many have lost at least... Well, well what does children mean? Does that mean, does that, does that mean like 7 or 17? Because seven, that's that kid's gonna need a lot, a lot of therapy. Like yesterday, um, if it's if they're seventeen, um, you might just need to like send him to college or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what do you do with a radicalized seventeen-year-old? What do you do with that kid? Or better yet, what can you do with that kid? Is that what they would just call it the throwaway children? Like you're just like like the kid that they used to think like can't be saved. I'm I'm sure you could. I mean, I mean, I feel like my bad's not gonna cut it. But maybe if you like, maybe that is where reparations happen. 
Reparations should, should go to should go to kids that got fucked over by our wars. Um, but then the emotional pain of like losing the family that that's still gonna be there. I guess like how good do you have to live to not care that your family got murdered? Like what? Like what would you need? And that. Mm. Interesting. Um, I like how like, I just threw out like a whole series of questions that got, that got like progressively darker, and I have no answers to any of them. And there's nobody here that can answer those questions because it's just me recording this. So I'm sorry that I just put you all through that. That's that one's on me. That one's on me. I apologize. Um. Okay. Uh. Fifty two minutes. All right. Moving on. You made it to Congress. Yay! Now what? When they took office in January, Representatives Ayanna, Ayanna Presley and Abigail Span, Spanberger, okay, Spanberger, were seen as possible future stars of the Democratic Party. Ms. Presley, a former city councilwoman in Boston, is considered a progressive who can lure more first-time voters. I love how they talk about voters like voters aren't reading it. Like, bro, we're all... All right. Miss Spanberger, an ex-CIA officer, has a political platform that resonates... You wouldn't... Okay. Has a political platform that resonates with both Democrats and moderate Republicans in her historically conservative Virginia district. But both lawmakers have struggled in a bitterly divided Washington. Among the questions, what does it mean to get things done in the House if the Republican-controlled Senate won't bring Democratic-led legislation to the floor? That's a good question. Um, it means that you're sending – actually, I guess what it means is that you're passing bills and then you can blame the Senate for why Congress sucks, I guess. I'm I'm going with that one. That's my answer. That's my answer. And that was really all it was. Um, the related and other angle are just stuff that we covered before. Um, so let's go to – the next one, your Wednesday briefing. Also, it should be noted that I'm also getting from the New York Times a daily impeachment briefing that I'm choosing not to read because I really don't care. Because here's how I look at it. Um Nothing I do, my opinion on the briefing or, or my opinion on the impeachment is not going to affect the impeachment. So I'm not going to stress myself about the impeachment. I'm just going to wait until it happens and then I'll and then I'll look at what they decided. That's what I'm going to do. All right. Wednesday briefing from this morning. Good morning. Thanks. We're covering more testimony in the impeachment inquiry. Of course you are. Beijing's warning to Hong Kong, oh shit, and a tale of survival in Texas. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Rawr. All right. Um, by Mike Ives. Thanks, Mike. Trump donor is next up in impeachment inquiry. Oh shit. Here we go. The House investigation hears testimony today from perhaps the most significant witness on the public schedule, Gordon Sondland. The Trump donor who is ambassador to the European Union. So far, he is the only witness cooperating with the inquiry who dealt directly with President Trump on Ukraine. Uh, 
Mr. Sondland is likely to face tough questions about holes and inconsistencies in his closed-door testimony, which he has already amended once. The proceedings start at 9 a.m. Eastern. The Times will stream them live, and our reporters will, our, our reporters will provide real-time context and analysis. Here's what to expect. I'm not going to click that link. Uh, catch up. We break down the key moments of Tuesday's hearing, in which two White House national security officials recalled their concerns about the president's conversation with his Ukrainian counterpart. Quotable. I couldn't believe what I was hearing, one of the officials, Lieutenant Colonel Alexander Vindman, said of Trump's request to the Ukrainian president. Quote, quote, it was, pro- it was probably an element of shock that maybe, in certain regards, my worst fear of how our Ukraine policy could play out was playing out, and how this was likely to have significant implications for U.S. national security. Closer look. Colonel Vindman testified in his army dress uniform. Of course he did. It was, the, it was quote, the ultimate witness power move, our reporter writes. The ultimate witness power move. Or he's just... I hate how everything these days is like, it's like, what a power move. It's like, no, he was a military guy wearing his military uniform. It's not a fucking power move. It's how we're supposed to fucking dress, you fucking dork. All right. Here's analysis. Mr. Trump has publicly denounced people who work in the White House, even for a president who rarely spares the sentence going nowhere. Okay. Breaking down the next Democratic debate. Ten presidential candidates will take the stage in Atlanta tonight for the contest, which starts at 9 p.m. Eastern on MSNBC. Four runners lead the pack. Joe Biden, Elizabeth Warren, Pete Buttigieg, and Bernie Sanders. Here's our analysis of how things stand. I'm not going to read it. Closer look. Much of the Democratic race has focused on taxes aimed at billionaires, but leading policy proposals would hit high-income professionals, not just the super-rich. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. Why are we banning billionaires? Have you heard that question? People say, like, should we ban billionaires? That doesn't make any sense. Especially in this fucking bullshit where, like, you know how, like, America is the land of the free where, like, you can really get anything done if you if you work hard enough and have enough money and stuff like that? It's like, that is why America is not gridlocked. Because, because, because really, I think, <sighs> this is going to sound ridiculous coming out of my mouth because of how much money I don't have but I would say in today's day and age billionaires who are still motivated by making money and and spending their money efficiently um, are the only ones that can fix anything um now I'm now now obviously there's the question of like of like how much of their billions is tied up in their companies and how much they're actually liquid for there's that whole thing too where like we're like we're like is this person a billionaire or does this person just own a billion dollar company and and it's all tied up in that company it's and and keep in mind I'm just some moron who bought a microphone one time and I don't know and I don't, and I don't really know what I'm talking about um, but 
I would argue that instead of saying fuck billionaires, ban billionaires, we should be appealing to billionaires and be like, hey, man, you have all this money. Like, can you, like, throw someone with this one? Um, yeah, like, 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 why do you want to an- antagonize the most powerful people? Like, what do you think? How's that going to help anything? It's not. It's not. It's dumb. All right. Okay, moving on. U.S. bill backs Hong Kong protesters. Yes, suck a dick, China. Um, Congress passed a measure on Tuesday that requires penalties for Chinese and Hong Kong officials responsible for... Wait, Congress passed a measure on Tuesday that requires penalties for Chinese and Hong Kong officials responsible for human rights abuses and mandates an annual review of Hong Kong's trade status. The bill passed with a, with, with a veto-proof majority. That, that puts pressure on President Trump, who has not spoken about the measure on, or strongly expressed support for the activists whose street demonstrations have roiled Hong Kong since June. The U.S. bill was passed hours, hours after Beijing warned that they could use its authority to overrule Hong Kong's judiciary. <sighs> Another angle. The parents of young people under siege at, the, at a Hong Kong university have rallied to their defense. Related, a former employee of Britain's consulate in Hong Kong said the Chinese police tortured him in August as they sought information about what they alleged was foreign interference in the protests. Shit. Shit, shit, shit. Well, all right. Um... All I can say is, um, nothing, nothing. It just sucks to live in Hong Kong right now. It just sucks for like, I, I, I mean, it sucks to see because like, I've set my life up in a way where pretty much nothing, anything I do really only affects me. And that's really, um, that's, I worded that poorly. I've set my life up in a way where like nothing that I do really matters at all. And that's good in that I can do things with a clear conscience, but it's also bad in that I, there's, you know what it is? What's happening in Hong Kong feels, sucks so much because everyone in the world watching it, we all just feel so powerless to do anything about it. Like, like Hong Kong is really about to just like fall into being fucking part of China, and there's nothing anyone can do. It just sucks, man. It just sucks. Now, and I don't, I don't know. All right, moving on. Oh, and of course, the last one. Surviving the El Paso shooting. Uh... Louis Calvillo, who served in Iraq, was shot with an AK-47-style rifle outside of Texas Walmart in August. The gunfire that day left two dozen injured and 22 dead, including his father. We didn't deserve this, said Mr. Calvillo, who was shot twice in his left leg and three times in the back, in his back, were good people. We're not bad people, and this dude just came to ruin everything. 
Times journalists follow Mr. Calvillo through his recovery, some secrets to his success, being a father in a hospital gown and and a soccer coach from his kicks from, from his sick bed. Oh, we can't even uh t- tell me he can at least walk. Uh it looks like he's sitting Is that a wheelchair. God damn it. Of course he, of course he was fucking paralyzed from bed. Of course, they, of course they mentioned the back shots and that because he's paralyzed. God, fuck. I don't know, bro. I don't know what to do. The gun thing is difficult because we can't get rid of them. We just can't. We're not like it's not. It's not going to happen. But. What the fuck do we do? It is a mental health thing. Because all these people that do these things, it's because they snapped. And the, the I, I guess the question is, how do we how do we prevent the snap? I don't know. All right, let's take a BuzzFeed quiz to lighten the mood before we end this thing. Because that would... All right, let's go, let's go on BuzzFeed. BuzzFeed.com. Let's go ask quizzes. BuzzFeed quizzes. Let's let's go. Um, let's go. All right. Let's go to Visco Girl. What the fuck is a? Oh, okay. Got it. Um, okay. Cover your hydro flask in stickers, and we'll accurately tell you the year you were born. All right. Let's figure this out. This is your new hydro flask. It is pink, and hydro flasky. It is a blank canvas which you will cover in stickers that best represent your identity. Tap or click on the stickers to play. Um, all right. Oh, this is. Oh, I thought I thought, I thought, it'd, be, I thought it'd be like questions. All right, this is not gonna work in a podcast format. So we're we're, we're actually gonna go back. Um. Da da da. Um. You're either. All right. Let's see. Are you more of a visco girl or a skater girl? Let's let's. Pick a pair of shoes. Vans, Birkenstocks, Converse, or feel I, I gotta go Vans, bro. Gotta go Vans. Pick a Friday night activity. Read a book, roam, just roam around town. Take pictures of sunsets or sleep outdoors with friends. I would roam around town. Choose some pants slash shorts. Black ripped jeans, Adidas active shorts, chino pants, or no pants. Here's the thing. I'd wear the 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 jeans, but I, I don't do ripped jeans. I'm the... the I, I I'm also not gonna wear short shorts. I I'll, I'll I'll wear chinos. Pick a hoodie. We got a Thrasher hoodie. We got a we got a color blocked hoodie. We got a champion hoodie, and we have an anti social social club hoodie. I'm gonna I'm gonna wear the color blocked hoodie because it looks cool. I like it. Choose an accessory: a beanie, a puka shell necklace, a hydro flask, or a supreme sticker sticker stickers. I'll, I'll, wear, I'll wear the hat. I'm a skater girl. <laughs> you dress comfortably and aren't afraid to go against the norm. You surround yourself with like-minded people and are considered, quote, one of the boys by your group of friends. Vans and fashion hoodies are your go-to look. <laughs> I love BuzzFeed quizzes. They're so fun. They're so much fun. Okay. All right. We are an hour and almost eight minutes in so that's gonna be the podcast for today uh thank you for listening um 
if you want to write to the podcast, it's a uh, some guy podcast at gmail.com. Please like the Facebook page. Uh, it's a court of some guys opinion on Facebook. Follow me on Instagram and TikTok at hazmat Richards, H A Z M A T Richards hazmat because my jokes are hazardous material. Um, it gets dumber every time I say it. Uh, <laughs> and if you like the podcast, tell your friends about the podcast. Uh, and please rate, review, subscribe wherever you're listening to this. Um, and thank you for listening because without you, there would be no listening. So I appreciate that. Um, and uh, hope you all enjoyed it. Um, if not, know our feelings because at the end of the day, I'm just some guy. And this is just the court of some guy's opinion. Thank you for listening. Have a lovely rest of your day, week, night, month, whenever you're, whatever applies. And I will talk to you the next time that I talk to you, possibly Sunday, maybe not. Who knows? I don't even know. Court adjourned.